You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters Massard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, party people, welcome back. This is Angela Setters Bassard, your shameless host. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. I hope you are subscribing. Hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends and family all about your credit today. Um, give us a review too. If you like this show, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any information that you want to tell us online or if you want a consultation, go to our website at conquercredit.com. Okay, enough of that crazy corporate stuff. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of today's show. And today's show is all about security freeze and the security of the credit system. You know, um, about 18 months ago, we had a huge breach in the credit world. And that was the Equifax breach. Everyone has heard about it. And um, unfortunately, there were millions of records that were supposedly stolen on the dark web. Um, you know, the U.S. was in a panic because of this information. And ever since then, there has been a heightened awareness of protecting one's credit history. And it's one of the things that I have told people for years and years and years that they have to do anyways. Way before this Equifax breach, people, I was preaching this stuff up on the hill. You've got to monitor your credit. Or you have to at least know what's going on. And, you know, the newest thing that has, uh, you know, come from this is the whole freezing of one's credit report. And what I wanted to talk to today about is the difference between a security uh, freeze versus a fraud alert. Now, I get people that call me every single day that have been a victim of identity theft. And why is that? Because they were one of the ones that said, oh, it'll never happen to me. Well, you know, I'm grateful that you think that way and that you have that kind of confidence in this system that is all over the Internet. I mean, look, people, when you walk into the doctor's office, what is the thing that you sit down and do? You fill out an, uh, an application and what are you giving them? Your social security number, your date of birth, all of your personal identifying information. There's no way to get around it. No matter where we go, no matter what we do, people and systems have access to our very valuable personal identifying information. They have access to our social security number, where we live, our driver's license, all kinds of information. So what I would say is, is that you should be on high alert too. The other thing is, is that I talk to people all the time about, you know, you insure your car, you insure your health, you insure your home, but you don't insure the one thing that drives those vehicles. And we've talked about that in, late in the past shows is that you don't insure your credit, which is monitoring your credit. Now, here's the thing that you have to know and understand. There is no system that is perfect. There's no company out there that is perfect. All they can do is alert you to what's going on. But the main person that can know and understand if they've been a victim of identity theft and if they need to have a security freeze or a fraud alert placed on their credit report is going to be you. And the way that you know and understand that information is by you monitoring your credit and monitoring the inquiries that you see come on your credit, the different accounts that show up, and having a, a familiar understanding of what's being reported on your credit history 
and also those vendors that you have relationships with that should be reporting on your credit report. It's not necessarily just about all the bad stuff that can happen, but it's also the positive stuff. You know, hey, if you're monitoring your credit and you're getting ready to do a transaction, you want to make sure that all your credit cards are looking good, your FICO score looks good, and this is a way for you to be prepared before you embark on that new compelling event in your life. Oh, I'm going to get ready to go buy a car in 30 days. Let's check our credit since we monitor it and we know what's going on. Let's see what our FICO score is and then we can find out what our options are on financing that car. So it's really planning ahead. You know, the thing that you have to understand, friends, is that there are security and giant data breaches every single day. Just to let you know that there were 945 breaches just in 2018 alone. Okay, so you're talking about 4.5 billion consumers. Their information was compromised. Well, you know, one of those people could have been you. Maybe I'm talking to someone that has been a victim of identity theft and you felt the pain, you know, and you understand how difficult it is to get through that. Well, friends, if you want to avert that and you don't want that to happen, you need to monitor your credit. But back to what we're talking about today, the difference between a security freeze and a fraud alert. Now, what happens a lot of the times is that if you feel you've been a victim of identity theft, but maybe you really haven't and you just want to be secure in the fact that it's a possibility that that may happen, well, then what you can do is you can go to all three credit agencies, and these agencies are Experian, TransUnion, and CBI Equifax, and you can file something called a fraud alert. Now, it's important that you understand when you file this, what's going to happen is is that anybody on the outside world that pulls your credit history is going to get an alert on their end that says there could be a possibility of fraud. Now, in order to make sure that that doesn't affect you in a negative way, meaning that it becomes a pain in the tuchus, is that when you file that fraud alert, you also put your phone number, your cell phone number attached to that and say, if anyone applies for credit in my name, please call me at bloopity bloop 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 phone number and I will verify if this is a true and accurate transaction. Okay, so that's what a fraud alert is for. Um, A lot of people just put it on their credit report because they wanna have it there, not because they've been a victim or not because they've had a threat, but it's just because they wanna look to the future and make sure that no one is applying for credit in their name. Again, you would want to file that with all three agencies because it wouldn't be good enough just to do it with one because some of these banks and financial institutions only use one agency. And let's say that they're using the agency that you never put the fraud alert on. Okay, friends. So again, do it with all three credit agencies. Now, switching gears, what is a security freeze and what does it mean to freeze my credit? Funny story. Okay. Went to the dealership. Now, first of all, I have my credit frozen, not because uh, anything happened, but because I want to close the outside world off to my credit history. I want to have the control who pulls my credit history and when they pull my credit history. And the way I have control is I have pins and every time I get ready to do a transaction or someone needs to pull my credit history, I do something called unlocking it because you can lock your credit 
and unlock your credit. And this is called a security freeze, okay? It means that your credit is frozen, that no one has access to it. So when someone puts in your social security number to pull up your credit report, they're gonna get a blank. Or nowadays, they're gonna, it's gonna say this particular consumer's credit history is on freeze. And they'll ask you to unfreeze it. But the funny story that I was going to get ready to tell you is some of you that know me know that my license plate says the credit queen. So I drive up, I'm getting ready to get a new car and I always deal with the finance manager. This happened to be a new finance manager and he sits me down and he says, hey, don't you do credit or something like that? And I said, yeah, why? And he says, well, you don't have a FICO score. And I was like, oh my God. He says, you know, you do have credit queen on your license plate. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I forgot to unfreeze my credit. So really simple, okay? Because this is how simple it is. I pull out my phone, I go online, click, 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 unfreeze my credit, and I say, go ahead and pull it. He pulls it, of course, this, the FICO score is like 800, you know, because I'm a stud. <laughs> but anyways, so he had access to pulling the credit report right then and there. And for me, that was reassuring, knowing that once again, no one can just pull my credit out of the blue without me knowing about it. And not only that, I also monitor my credit for inquiries because the other part of credit is those creditors that you have right now. So just because you have your credit on freeze and no one has access to it on the outside world, your current creditors that you have still have access to it, okay? Because you have signed an application Whenever you signed that loan application, that credit card, or for that auto loan, that they can do what's called a screening inquiry at any time. So they can look into your credit history to see if you have any risk facilities that are going on, meaning that you have any charge-offs, collections, any negative credit history. Your credit to debt ratio is over what they'd like it to see. These are all things that they monitor for and they either, either close your cards or they'll contact you and ask you what's going on so that you can give them a count of, you know, maybe you had some high spending at one month because you bought a new house or something to that magnitude. But the reason I'm bringing that up is that those particular companies, you've already given them access to be able to do those screening inquiries. So they can't see your full credit report, but they do have a screening capability to see where your FICO score is landing to see if they need to look into things further. So security freezes are really good for those who have been a victim of identity theft. The first thing that I will tell anybody who has had a credit card taken out and their name or something's going on is to immediately freeze the credit because whoever is trying to use the credit is going to use it very quickly in a short period of time. And they're going to access as many lines of credit and as much credit card utilization as they can in that period of time. And if you cut it off, then most likely they'll get rid of your information and hopefully not use it again. But the other thing is, is that that also tells the creditors that they were successful in getting lines of credit with and that you're going to send a police report and an affidavit of forgery proving that that wasn't you that took out that line is by having your credit on freeze, you're showing those particular creditors and vendors that you mean business and that this really was you being a victim of identity theft. So it's really important to know and understand the differences um, between those two. Because listen, again, I talked about data breaches. You know, the, the Social Security Administration was breached. Okay. I mean, 
if that particular organization can be breached, you know, when I said 945 breaches just in 2018, you know, who who knows the statistics that are going to come this year with the new and improved uses of digitization. So it's really important that we protect ourselves, optimize, you know, how we can secure things and um, make things less accessible by the outside world. The other thing that I get a lot of questions about is, Angela, should I freeze my child's credit? And I say, yes, freeze your child's credit. If your child has a social security number in the U.S., you should freeze their credit because what identity thefts, uh, thieves, excuse me, are doing nowadays is they're going and they're searching for that information and they are able to get credit facilities in your child's name and social security number. Okay, so yes, I would say you would want to freeze them. Also, what happens in the event that there's a death? Okay, a lot of people don't follow up with the credit agencies to let them know that their mother, father, spouse, whoever it is, has passed away. That's really important because, again, that's another place that thieves uh, use information and they're able to get that from public records, you know, showing the public records of people who have passed away. The other thing that I see a lot of times is elderly people that are being taken care of in nursing homes or have a caretaker. And these particular people steal these people's information because they become so trustworthy. You know, you have someone that's taking care of you. They become so trustworthy that they kind of have access to everything. Well, if your mother or father or, you know, someone that you love is being taken care of by a facility or by a caretaker, I would most certainly freeze their credit because you don't want that particular person or facility to have access to your loved one's information and misuse it. So it's really important to know and understand that, you know, it's a really great attribute to the whole credit system and it's super easy to navigate and use. What will happen is, is once you do decide to freeze your credit, you will go to each agency separately and uh, you'll pay $10 the first time to freeze your credit. And what they will do is they will mail you because that's really the only secure way that they can do it is they will mail you what's called a PIN number. Okay. Each agency will give you a different PIN number. Now they're starting to do this digitally just so you know. Um, but for a lot of you out there in the past that have done this, you usually got the PINs mailed to you. A lot of the, um, uh, the agencies are now going to digital so they can email it and password protect it, things of that nature. But you will have this PIN number and it's extremely important that you save this somewhere safe so that you always have access to it. Because in the event that, like I said, you're going to go and use your credit, you're going to have to unfreeze it at least, you know, 10 minutes before you go to use it. And it is actually that fast. And the convenience of this is that the credit agencies give you the access to tell them when you want it frozen and unfrozen. So if you go and you want to unfreeze it for a transaction, you can say, I want it unfrozen from today until, you know, two weeks from now. Or you can say, I want it unfrozen only for today. Or 
you can tell them I only want blankety blank bank to pull my credit history. So it's super convenient in that way. Uh, in the beginning, I have seen sometimes where people think it's kind of a pain in the butt. Um, but after a while, you get real used to it. And again, you are protecting yourself. So friends, I hope that you have learned a lot about security freezes and freezing and unfreezing your credit. If you need more information, um, please contact us. You can go to our website and hit the submission form, conquercredit.com. My name is Angela Setters-Bissard, your host for today. And thank you so much for coming to Your Credit Today.